Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. And I'm Evie. And Evie, what are we watching this week? Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, it's the, it's the first one. Uh, it's kind of yeah. like a jumping point. Literally, because when you watch it, it's jumping point off of uh, Civil War, right? Because that's kind of... Or Endgame? Civil, Civil War. Civil War. War. Okay, yeah. cool. Because Peter's having like a home video of his Germany when he's like behind the right. scenes at the Air Force when they first meet Captain America and... Uh, mm-hmm. You know the whole, the whole, um, you know how he helped like get the shield, and he's kind of excited. Right. And you're meeting yeah. Happy Hogan and how they interact. So that's kind of interesting. How um, mm-hmm. Civil War kind of helps sets up the stage for the, the beginning for Spider-Man. So that's kind of a cool. It's true. Yeah, you're right. So what did you think? Oh, um, I thought it was really good. I thought I was just just to jump ahead a little bit more because I thought how Civil War helps Spider-Man set this tone, and it's Sony true. who owns it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of weird because when you look at Black Panther, um, um, what happened with Black Panther in Civil War doesn't necessarily uh, facilitate Black Panther's story. It doesn't really help it at no. all. You know, besides the character of Ross, which is played by um, uh, Bill, was it Bill Bobaggins? Right? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot his name uh, in the character. Um, his actual real name. Um, uh, I forgot. I call him Bill Bobaggins. Anyways, uh, like basically. Um, other than, other than knowing who, who, who that character is in, in Black Panther, Civil War doesn't really uh, in any way impact or inform Black Panther's character when you get to that story, you know? No. So it's just kind of strange. It doesn't even help. Other than the fact that this is his, his father's dead and that's all we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. for sure. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm digressing. Uh, but, like, okay, go, so going back to uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I thought this was... Uh, I like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I like the interpretation. I think he's the best of both worlds. I think yeah. where Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider-Man more than his Peter Parker. And with okay. Tobey Maguire, I liked his Peter Parker more than his Spider-Man. In terms of the, okay. of the voice and everything else. Okay. But with Tom Holland, I mean, the voice is still kind of young. Uh, but like he mm-hmm. can does, I think he does the bounce, balancing act really well. And he physically does all those tricks, like he, those spins and flips. That's actually him mm-hmm. doing it, not a stuntman. So that wow. was really impressive. Uh, what about yeah, you? Yeah, I liked it too. Mm-hmm. I really liked it too, you know. You saw a lot. He kind of did the Spider-Man swinging from rope to rope. Mm-hmm. He really did a good um, job, you know, for a teenager or an, or an almost teenager. Mm-hmm. He played that very well. Plus with plus with um, Aunt May as well, you know, he um and he really played that 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 role as well. Definitely, I was pleased with what he how he acted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he he was actually 19 years old when he, he did the role. Like, so he's actually the, wow. the first character that was actually a teenager. While because mm-hmm. normally every other person who's played Spider Man is a much older actor, and he so he was yeah. the the first Spider Man to ever play. The character at an age accurate, you know, yeah. time. Um, also, I think yeah, as you hit it on the nail too, uh, Aunt May. I mean, she gets younger and prettier. I mean, you know, Mr. Mr. Tomei. I mean, though she's fifty in her fifties, mm. she's a really you know attractive young you know Aunt May. So, I mean, yeah, play cool. that pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I like the idea. There's a little bit of tribute where you see you know in the old comic books where you have like the half. Spider-Man face half Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah. there's an homage to that, um, you know, yeah. and, you know, and this this is this caters to the Ultimate Spider-Man, like the comic books, with Ned and uh, yeah. how he is. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a kind of a modern spin to this uh, in terms mm-hmm. of comic books from storyline. Um, yeah. Was there a highlight for you? 
how do you look um, at this in terms of like Endgame, Infinity War, all that, all that kind of stuff? I think it was better than Endgame. No, no, um, not as <laughs> good good as Endgame. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. But you know, he um, like you got you kind of got to know know about Spider Man. You know where he was going and and where he was swinging from. I guess web to web. Mm-hmm. He did really really good job. He did a really good job. Yep. You know, um, he played it really, really well, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mind seeing him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay, well, I I agree. I I thought he they made him a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. They kept it grounded, yeah. like they kept like when he was trying to do, he was doing like local superhero job. Like he was a low level like superhero. Like he kept it. They yeah. kept it. They kept it like your. He, they actually kept it like your your neighborhood Spider-Man, like an actual. Like he was, he was in mm-hmm. Queens, and they kept him based in Queens. Uh, so exactly. That, so I know that was really uh, when I was watching. I realized because like you know because in, in the comic books he's a larger than life character with great adventures, and they kept this one very grounded. So I I really enjoyed it, uh, you know. And then looking in, in the kind of foreshadowing, I mean, you know, everything that Stark says to him, um, you know, when he almost like. When the boat cracks in half, and um, you know there's could be a loss of life and stuff like that, um, yeah. you know, like it's on him. Like if anything happens to him, it's on it's on Stark's responsibility. And right. you know, yeah, of course, true. and of course, he saves the day and does everything right. But listening to the dialogue now, listen to listening to what Stark says to him, uh, mm-hmm. it comes to pass in Infinity Wars. All the negative things yeah. that he that he says haunts. He does come back to haunt Tony Stark. In Infinity War, Endgame. Mm, so nice. So the, yeah. So the, so even though you weren't, even though the the film had no haunting like uh, echoing effect, it does like later on, you know. Okay, cool. Uh, so I thought just like everything he was saying, like if, if I, I actually I was listening to what Stark was saying to him, and uh, mm-hmm. all the dire like warnings and you know tough uh, draconian law like rules and uh, like tough love he gave him, right. Uh, it actually comes to fruition, and that's mm-hmm. that's quite that's quite chilling in, in that sense. Um, so, I mean, I thought that was really cool. I mean, looking back at it now in retrospect, I thought that was really cool in terms of like the end game, like where this is going. Yeah, uh, that was really really um, uh, touching or moving, uh, you know, yeah. beyond the cool. point. Uh, cool. Okay. So, any any other thoughts, or you're okay? I'm okay. Where do you rank this in terms of the Spider-Man? In like, this is, I'm talking about the Andrew Garfield. I'm talking about the Richard Hammond, the Tom Holland, um, the Tobey Maguire. Where do you? Where where is where is? I like the... Tom Holland, mm-hmm. which is the one we just saw. The one with I really like that one. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I like this too. I agree. Yeah. Okay. That was amazing. Well, I look forward cool. to uh, the new movie, uh, No Way Home. Right. Yeah, that's what I heard. It was called. Yeah, for sure. Did you see the trailer for Venom? Uh, there'll be carnage. There will be carnage. Yeah. Not yet. No. Oh, that's interesting. I awesome. love to get. I love to get your take on on that. It's quite. Um, it's funny because it's very comical in the beginning, but then when you get to the Woody Harrelson's um, uh, Carnage character, okay. the tone okay. really shifts. So it's interesting how they cut the trailer. But anyway, I love to get okay. your opinion on that. It's just interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna probably watch it later tonight because mm-hmm. I just saw about a trailer there, but I didn't have any time to watch it i'm definitely gonna watch it in the next couple days if not 
soon there. Yeah, because I think the, the, the comedic tones of the of Venom, like, I think what worked in the, what made it work in the first one, in terms of the comedy, in terms of the, um, between Eddie and Venom, it really, they right. really played up here, and I thought that was interesting. Like, without, wow, you know, it's just, they, they, they really go to what works, but hopefully they'll keep, they'll strike the right balance, I think, when the movie okay, comes, cool. to, comes to pass. Okay, so let's get into what we call double feature where we like to pair a movie that we think would complement the movie we just reviewed. Uh, I okay. picked a TV series. I picked The Tick uh, because mm-hmm. he kind of reminds me of the, of the era character of Arthur, who was like the okay. Tick's like sidekick with, uh, with uh-huh. Iron Man. So cool. that's how I kind of saw this one because he's very dependent on Iron Man and the suit uh, in this okay. one. What was your double feature? Well, I liked um, this Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the very first one mm. and the very first one with uh what's his name peter parker they're all peter parker <laughs> no but like but like um toby that one uh uh-huh. is my um is the one i like very uh, out of all of the peter parker ones for some reason i thought um that's the that's the second one well yeah that's the second spider-man i liked out of all of them so far so you, are you talking the dawn the dr octopus um Spider-Man yeah 2? i am okay yeah okay i am so I the Sa- sam really raimi's w- one okay okay yeah i thought it was really good mm-hmm. to be honest you know i i want to see and so now that's why i can't wait for the other other one so or the second um spider-man like to come anyway yeah that sounds cool no you're absolutely right okay so let's get on to our next segment and this is the segment we like to refer to as ask evie where we have our listeners uh send us some questions that we can ask evie regarding the superhero genre in films so the first question we have uh is what can be done this is a good question what can be done to to prevent spider-man from involuntarily being unmasked what um can be done yeah because um, you know you, you, to, like you know in spider-man 3 he got he was unmasked i think three times yeah you know like there's always something he's always getting like unmasked like he got unmasked on the train you yeah, know like it's just like it's just ridiculous the amount of times like you know like i'm surprised no no one everyone doesn't know who he is yet mm. you know well put well put um concrete on um on on um spider-man's face so that nobody can rub it off Okay. Oh, I'm just being <laughs> black face, black face Spider-Man. <laughs> you unmask him he's like a black face guy. Just what? <laughs> like a racial exactly. guy. No, I don't know. I don't know about that. How how he could be unmasked? Um, he better know how to fight, maybe, so he's not unmasked. Like if he gets knocked unconscious and he gets unmasked or whatever, then it's just pretty much like, yeah. Right. What would you say? I don't know. I just say basically you're SOL, buddy. You know, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much right. so you better next swing question. pretty far away okay <laughs> I think I caught. all right so the next question we have is what is the best and worst uh sam raimi spider-man scene well the best one i thought is when he when they kiss with mary jane i think sure okay yeah you know, absolutely yeah yeah you know because it's the first time you see that there's a romance which is what um all spidey fans want to see you know yeah and, and it's iconic, like, finally yeah. mm-hmm. so that's just my opinion how about you again this is ask evie 
not ask Raimi. Okay, all right, okay. But okay, so that's the best. So what is now the worst Sam Raimi uh, Spider-Man scene? Um, far from home, actually. No, Sam. The Raimi. one with with the. So, so when you say Sam Raimi, it's like basically you're looking. You talk about Ho- Tobey Maguire movies. Oh. Okay. Um, I would say the one. Does the one with Doc Ock count? Sure. Yeah, that one. But what scene? That though? one was pretty cool. No, but what? But what scene? What's um just with just with the one with with um the arms his arms when he's trying to chase up when he's flailing around mm-hmm. um he's trying like to get mm-hmm. Doc Ock. That's what I thought. It was done oh. okay, but not the other. Okay. No. All right. That's interesting. Okay. I, I mean I yeah. okay. Now we're getting to the email bag. Buford mailbag song. Hit it Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Who's our first person up on our email bag? Of course it is our guy Rupinder. Mm-hmm. And he says I hate it. That's right. Our, 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 our guy. Okay. Next up, we have uh, Eva De Laurentiis from New York, New York. And Eva writes, Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man yet. The entirety of this movie's plot, acting, character development is done extremely well. It is definitely worth a watch. And once you see it uh, once, you'll want to watch it again. If not, thousands of more times. Uh, I don't know about that, but like, yeah, it's, it's okay. I don't know about a thousand, but like, yeah. Two or three. Gotcha. Cool. Next up, we have Nigel Ming from Scarborough, Ontario, and he writes, "Pretty good movie, but they got Spider-Man wrong. They made him a sidekick, not to Iron Man, rather than an independent hero like Tobey Maguire or, or Andrew Gar- Garfield." Right. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with what? that? Do you agree with that idea? Like he's more of an Iron Man sidekick than he is as an independent hero. I don't agree with that. No. I don't think. He was a sidekick or whatever. No, I, I thought. I, I, mm-hmm. What do you think? I just thought he just wanted to make him happy, like, like appease the, the millionaire because he's Tony Stark. That's all. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, because yeah, yeah, because he did he he did okay for him. So like, I mean, he he's he's independent, so I thought he was okay. Okay, our last one. Okay, this one. This name is wrong. This name. Whoever wrote this down, I know you're you're not this person, but. Like, Okay, the person who wrote our last one is called Ichabob Crane from Sleepy Hollow. Okay, which, okay. which I know that's not that's not who you are, but okay. I know. So hopefully this is PG-13, but here we go. He writes, I like Tom Holland as a Spider-Man. Michael Keaton is the greatest actor, and he plays a well-written villain. Vulture is one of my favorite MCU villains. He's not evil or cruel just for the sake of it. He's violent only when he needs to be. He's just a regular guy who wanted to provide for his family. But he was screwed over... Uh, by screwed over by powerful people. That's uh, damage yeah. control. Uh, he just a regular guy who wanted to provide for his family. Oh, sorry, it's okay. I also like to. Oh, sorry, I also like the minor character Flash. Uh, I'm glad he wasn't a typical jock. That stereotype has already been done to the uh, to death. In this movie, he's an annoying nerd who sometimes bullies Peter. He's also rich and a coward. And I like this kind of change. Uh, this movie is also more grounded in to a scale much smaller. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming isn't about saving the world or the galaxy. It's just a story about Spider-Man who tries to stop a small-time weapons dealer. 
Sometimes less is more, though I have some mixed feelings on Spider-Man being so tied to Iron Man and having high tech and having a high tech suit. Not really sure how to feel about that. Okay. Um, those are good points. What do you, what do yeah, you think? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, you know. Yeah, he doesn't need a sidekick. I think that that he could hold his own, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and if not yet, now, he should. They should make that soon. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I yeah. Oh, well said. Well, and on that note, that that closes our show. Uh, I'm Ray. No, I'm uh, you can reach us at www.pantheonofm.com where you can get our listings of shows that we have lined up for you as well as our weekly blog that kind of gives you more of an in-depth analysis of what we just review. In this case, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, so we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Next week. Later. <laughs>